in the morning. When you want the news, you need the front page every hour on the press box. Nothing's writing on this except the uh, First Amendment of the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Not that any of that matters. And now, the news. Scott Frost in Nebraska are under investigation by the NCAA. Um, Brett McMurphy broke this story. Nebraska's football program and Scott Frost are under investigation for improper use of analysts and consultants during practice. The school has significant video footage confirming the practice violations took place in the presence of Frost and other assistants. Uh, Frost has obtained legal counsel also... When the NCAA prohibited organized athletic activities because of the pandemic last year, Nebraska le- relocated its strength workouts to an undisclosed off-campus location to avoid detection by non-football school officials. So I assume these analysts and people are because they're over the min- maximum people you can have on a right. field. That one, I don't, that one that doesn't, has to be it. Yeah, that one doesn't bother me too much where no. the NCAA has rules on how yeah. many assistant coaches you can have programs hire offensive analysts, defensive analysts, who are guys that are technically not allowed to coach the players. They're not supposed to be on the practice field instructing the players. It's They're just sort of like consultants that talk to the coaches. That's what they're supposed to be. That's what one of these violations is, that Scott Frost hired an analyst and he was, whatever, coaching the tight ends on a route to run or something like that. That one, yeah, whatever, it's a violation, but that's fine. The bigger one to me is if last year, like at this time or whenever, when we were all supposed to be shut down, when we were all supposed to be home, not going anywhere, if Scott Frost was taking his players to an off-campus, undisclosed location to make them practice or work out when they were not supposed to be in groups together, if it, that if he did that, if he did that in COVID, he should be fired. Yes, that is. If he didn't, yeah, if he did that, you'd fire him. The other yeah. one, it's like, uh, okay. yeah, the other one is Who just cares? whatever. We're yeah. gonna get punished for it, but yeah. whatever. But Secondary one, violation. If he took his players during the height he should be fired. of lockdown yes yeah off campus undisclosed had them work out you you fire scott frost and you fire him with cause and you don't have to pay whatever his buyout is how is he this bad if he's been cheating he's not cheating in a good way he's like like, that's the key like tyler will teach you how to optimize your cheating he's cheating and he just had analysts coaching guys at practice that's not going to help you win games that's just you not having to tell a guy what his footwork problem is that's not if you're gonna cheat, you gotta cheat that actually helps you win. This none of this is cheating that helps you win. This is just him being like, oh, I don't have to play by the rules of practice. They don't apply to me. It's not actually good cheating. It's dumb cheating. I don't care about any of that. But if he took one kid off campus during the pandemic, yeah. he should be fired. All yeah. that analyst stuff, whatever. Secondary, I don't know. I don't know what you do to the guy. Yeah, but I mean, I, who recruiting cares about that? by he can't go on yeah. recruiting visits for six exactly. months or who something cares? like that. Because it's it's My not a massive issue. But yes, the COVID one, Nebraska. If that's what, if that is in fact yes, what happened, Nebraska should fire him for cause. He doesn't have a buyout or anything like that. I don't care about him. Next question. So Lance Lynn got ejected last night. Good lord! For throwing his belt at the umpire during like a foreign substance check. Uh, Lance Lynn said afterwards, the umpire was late getting over, so I left my glove and my hat like on the railing. And then while I was going down to the dugout trying to see the trainers because I'm dealing with something, he yells at me that he needs to see my belt. So I toss it up and then he throws me out. 
So Lance Lynn is blaming the umpire for being late to come check him. So he just left his stuff and said, you look at it. And when the umpire said, hey, I need your belt too, Lance Lynn chucked it up to him rather than walking it up to him. I mean, as as David said, Lance Lynn on pitching day seems to be completely out of his mind. But usually, and maybe you don't, maybe you get caught up in the game. I don't know what you think. The, the guys I've seen come off mounds understand what's happening, and they're already they're handing the mitt right away anyway. They're handing the glove. Right. They seem to know, okay, I'm getting checked right now, and by the time the umpire even gets to them, they've taken the glove and the hat off, and they're actually holding it out. So maybe he just forgot. But but he didn't forget enough not to put the glove and the hat right. on, the, he, on the thing. So he knew he, he knew what was happening. He's, he's blaming the ump. Yeah. He's saying if the ump is over here on time, then we would have done this like we normally do it. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of this, though, you'll never guess whose side Tony La Russa took. The umpire's side. The umpire's. He said, you can't throw your belt at an umpire. <laughs> Did you ever think they'd be this good? I mean, not, no, but I like when they hired either. Tony LaRusso, it was that, like, when uh, they hired him. Yeah. They're a fun team. They're a young team. Like they're, they're going to be a good baseball team, but yeah, I didn't think they'd be this good. I mean, it, part of it's because the rest of their division, right. I, I think the Indians are under 500 now right. too. So I don't think there's another team in their division over 500, which helps, but yeah, I, them being potentially the number one seed in the American league. Yeah. I didn't think it'd be that no, good. Yeah. And I think it's all in spite of Tony LaRusso who keeps taking everyone's side, but his own players. <laughs> Next question. Now the Diamondbacks pitcher Caleb Smith, he had his glove confiscated last night by umpires after a foreign substance check. The umpire Ooh. said that they found a suspicious area on his glove. Now they took his glove, put it in the bag, sent it off to New York where it'll be analyzed and that'll determine, hey, did he have a foreign substance or not? But what's interesting about this, Caleb Smith was came on in relief for the Diamondbacks yesterday. He threw two and two-thirds innings. This was the second time he was checked. He had already been checked earlier in the game, and the umps were said, he's good to go. So this was the second time this reliever had been checked, and the second time they said, whoa, whoa, what's that? That's interesting. I wonder if he didn't think he'd last that long to get checked a second time. I mean, well, okay. Here's here's the thing with relief pitchers, though. Like the idea that hey, Caleb Smith got checked once and then used a foreign substance in the good out and came out. back yeah. out. Yeah, I think every single reliever gets checked when they exit the game, regardless no matter how of, long they've been yeah, in the game. Regardless of how long oh, they've been well, in, and if so, he knew that, it's right. I'm almost certain every sense. single reliever gets okay. checked when they exit the game. So that would be dumb of Caleb yeah, Smith to be like, oh, I got through the check. Let me go get. If some he only gets on. checked once and he doesn't think he's going to check, I get that. But if he knows every time coming off, then right, to be completely so, stupid. Right. So I'm very curious. See, Caleb Smith's quote after the game was, "All I know is I got to get a new glove." He's like, "That was the only one I had." So he's pretty convinced he wasn't cheating, and they're not going to find. He's not anything. one of those guys with his name on it. Yeah. You got to be really good with your name on the glove. But he's he's like, annoyed because he's got to get a new one. He's like, "I don't have another broken in glove. It's the only one I had." Which makes me believe he doesn't think there's anything on the other one. <laughs> Do you think they've slayed the wow. dragon? Sorry. Um, I got you. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. The Golden Knights placed Mikel Pekarainen on unconditional waivers. If you don't know who that is, that's okay. That is the player the Golden Knights acquired from the Chicago Blackhawks when they traded Marc-Andre Fleury away. Women had said at his press conference after they traded Fleury that they were not going to take Mikel Heckerein and that he was going to stay with Chicago's uh, AHL team. 
But now they've officially parted ways with Mikel Hekarainen to where they won't even have to pay his salary to do so. And they officially traded Marc-Andre Fleury for nothing. We talked about this during the break. I love this because the overreaction yesterday with Vegas Golden Knights fans. And some of them like, see, I told you. We got nothing for Fleury. He's like, you never did. They were never taking this nut job from Chicago. They said right away. I don't even know if McCrimmon knew the guy's name. Uh, M. We'll call him M because I don't know what his name is. But the great reaction yesterday, how can you trade the Vesna winner? And we've already waived the guy we got. It's like, you never had that guy. Nobody cares about that guy. It's just anything with Flurry now, the reaction is absolutely hilarious. It's great because we get a laugh about it. But I saw that like four comments yesterday. It's like, oh, we got nothing for this guy. You never did. <laughs> He'll have that most popular jersey, though. <laughs> yes. What do you think? All right. I want to get to this one. The state of Washington is requiring all employees of public, private, private and charter schools to be vaccinated. So Nick Rolovich is the head coach of Washington State. Nick Rolovich is not vaccinated. Nick Rolovich did not come to uh, Pac-12 media days because he is not vaccinated. According to this new edict from the state of Washington, Nick Rolovich has to be vaccinated. And the choice right now might be for him. Does he get vaccinated or does he lose his job? Well, I don't think he got fined. Did he get fined for going to the, not going to the Pac-12 game? Uh, I don't believe so. Well, now you're talking about the paycheck, so I don't know. And I'm sure he makes... Talking about your employment, period. Yeah, employment, yeah. period. And a lot of mo- I'm sure he makes a lot of money as a Pac-12 coach, so I'll say he gets vaccinated. He had... One of the quotes he gave was that he didn't have any issue with the vaccine. He just didn't think it was right for him. Like, he basically played it up as though... I'm. He's like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Like, they're, it's fine. I just don't think it's for me. If that's true, <laughs> if that's the case, then he has to get it now. Because if he doesn't believe there's anything wrong and he was just not getting it because whatever, he didn't think he wanted needed it or wanted it, now you're talking about employment or yeah. fired over getting this vaccine. Nick, it's that or $1.2 It's for me. <laughs> <laughs> the vaccine is for me. Will he be on PSAs in the state of Washington? Oh, Get the vaccine. That guy's he's in line right now at the Walgreens down there in uh, Pullman. Oh, it'll be so great. But that He'll is, get it. Yeah. I, I mean... I assume so. He's gonna, I can't imagine he wouldn't. Because you lose that job. You lose that job because you go against the wall in the vaccine. You ever getting another job? You're probably getting an assistant jobs at some point, but, but another head coaching job, right? Definitely yeah. not right away. You're going to have to like yeah. work your way back up. Because people be like, you left your team and your program because yeah. you wouldn't get the vaccine. Right. Like, you look no. at them like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, what? Like, of all, of all the things coaches preach about sacrifice and you got to do what's best for the team, it's like you... Do you think states are just going to fall in line here? I mean, like, the state of Alabama yesterday said, we're out of beds. I mean, it's it's horrible what's happening. Oh so God. do you think other states are going to fall in line and say, look, to heck with this, you're all getting vaccinated or you're out? Uh, no. no. I mean, we've seen Texas. They're very, I mean, they're they're like, oh, we are not going to require. Okay, so I should have prefaced yeah. it. Do you think most states, because we do know a few that will not do it no matter what. I so need, most I, hold on. I got to find this tweet to read to you. Um, here we go. A man was hospitalized in Mississippi after he tried to treat his COVID-19 with ivermectin meant for horses and cows that he got at a livestock feed store. So, oh my God. So to give you uh, a little bit personal here from Mississippi, I have a friend in Mississippi who's a pharmacist and literally like six days ago, she told me that 
she got a call from a farmer that was like, hey, a bunch of people are buying this dewormer for cows and horses. And the guy was asking her, like, why would they be buying it? And she was like, somebody on the Internet said that it helps with COVID. And so this guy who got sick and other people apparently in Mississippi are not going to get the vaccine. But they're going to but eat, they're going to take gonna drink a dewormer that's used for cows and horses. Your state. It is. What the hell? Okay, so again, I go back to not every state. <laughs> but how about most states that are normal and have normal thinking people? They probably will fall in line here. What the hell is that? Uh, if Alabama did it and Saban was Rolovich, would they just say everyone but Saban? Would they, like, fire that guy? Uh, they, they, that might be the edict from the governor. Everyone has to get it. Nick, you're okay. <laughs> we must protect Nick we so must protect everyone Nick else all has costs. to get it. Yes. Because Nick doesn't want to, and that's okay. That's his choice. It's not for him. (laughs) It's not for him. But none of us have a choice anymore. (laughs) None of us get a choice because that's what Nick wanted. All right, coming up next, we'll jump back into Major League Baseball and the idea that they could put in a salary floor. Lance Lynn, Tony La Russa, Sebi Zavala, and most of the umpiring crew have been having a discussion all through this half inning. Lance Lynn had some trouble or problems or distaste in giving his uniform items to the umpiring crew to be inspected on his way off the mound. Well, what happened is Lance exited the field and third base umpire was coming on and Lance left his hat and glove on the uh, railing on top of the dugout fence separating the field and the dugout. It took him off for him to check and the umpire was watching him and so he took his belt off from the dugout and tossed it out to him in the field of play to check and he got tossed when he did that. So that's it. I mean, quite simply put, he gave him the equipment and the umpire didn't like the fashion that it was left for him. So Lance Lynn's night is done after four innings. He's been ejected from the game. We're back to the press box with Grady and Bischoff, live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios. Two things for you guys. Number one, go to lvsportsnetwork.com. Find the Star is Born logo. And there you can upload a 60-second video of why you should be on the air with Clay Baker in the morning tailgate over on Raider Nation Radio. Uh, you've got today and tomorrow to do that. Voting will start next week on who is the best uh, that will ultimately end up on air with Clay Baker. Also, I'm doing a new show right here on ESPN Las Vegas on Saturdays with Gooch from Comp, our rock station across the hall. Throw the flag, 9 to 11 a.m. right here on ESPN Las Vegas. We're at the Golden Circle Sportsbook uh, and Bar inside Treasure Island, Saturdays from 9 to 11. So come on down and join us there. Now, Tyler loves it when you come up to him and hug, like just go, go straight for the hug. Just go for the hug. Preferably while we're on air. That, yes. That would not be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you bring Chick-fil-A, maybe. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll make an Caleb? exception. Caleb his, his, was his best friend. Yes. Man, I think Caleb got a different job. No, he got promoted. He was, he was a, just, he's no longer the he's delivery driver. He's <laughs> just like, I've delivered to this one house 27 times. You know what I've learned? Somebody else in my neighborhood gets Chick-fil-A delivered. Jesus Christ. Man. 
And there have been a few times where we have ordered at the same time. And because you can see on the phone, it'll tell you where the delivery driver is. Yeah, tells, like, like Amazon. He stopped sure. at the other person's yeah. house for like two minutes, dropping off their food, and then they come to mine. Yeah. I just, all I want is Tyler to show up to his neighbor's house in the first introduction to be, look, I'm waiting on my Chick-fil-A here. <laughs> Could you guys hurry this up? <laughs> now, in Major League Baseball, the Athletic reported that Major League Baseball has proposed a minimum team salary, a salary floor for teams. So the proposal here is that the salary floor would be $100 million. There are seven teams that started the year under $100 million. This would also create a new luxury tax at $180 million. Currently, the luxury tax starts at $210 million. This new one would be $180, and there would still be another tax at $210 that would be a more uh, higher percentage, I should say. So $100 million floor, $180 million tax, not ceiling or cap, but tax, and $210 would still be an extra additional there. The Dodgers, by the way, Opening day payroll, $237 million. A lot of money. Good team. When, and they're, healthy, was, the, when they're healthy, it's not even close. That was pre-Max Scherzer yes, trade. that was actually pre That was pre-Max. opening day uh, payroll for the Dodgers. I think that we've eliminated the other guy's payroll. He's in, he's in, he's in a court, court case this week. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, that's why I asked David, I want to get your thoughts on this. Not just the Dodgers, the Yankees, people who just spend exorbitant amounts of money. And we've already talked about, you said it yesterday in terms of how much money these get on the TV deals. I mean, they just, they just have money coming in everywhere. Like, how much would this really affect them? Yeah. If I, you're the Dodgers or the Yankees or people who just spend willingly. Right. So it's still not a cap. There's still right. there's still nothing that prevents the Dodgers from spending $237 million, yeah. which I, in general... I think salary floors and salary caps are dumb. I do not think we should have them. I think you should allow owners to spend as much or as little money as they want on their teams. But we have seen in baseball, lots of teams not really try. Like lots of teams say we're, and, and not even like the tanking kind of not trying. Like there's, that's what, to me, that's, that's, I'd rather a team be tanking and say we're intentionally bad because we're trying to win the World Series in five years. Or have the team, hey, we're going for it right now to try to win the World Series. Right. The problem is, like, take a team like the Seattle Mariners this year. Right. Their chances to make the playoffs are, are pretty low. But at the trade deadline, they didn't do anything to make their team better. better. They made a few. They traded away their best reliever in Kendall Graveman. Now, they did acquire another reliever from the Tampa Bay Rays who's good in Diego Castillo. So they didn't really get that much worse. But what the Seattle Mariners' goal was, because they made multiple trades, they acquired players that had multiple years of control and got rid of players that had, like, one year of control right. or less. So they weren't, like, again, chances to make the playoff pretty low, but they're in the wild card hunt. They're less than five games out of the wild card. I think they're only, like, five and a half back in the AL West now, too. Like, there's a chance they could make it, but they didn't try to get better. Their team decided, well, let's not go for it now. 
let's try to get guys that we can keep for four or five more years that are on, you know, they're still in arbitration, so we only have to pay them a million bucks or whatever it is. So is the opposite the Cubs, who obviously want to rebuild and win it because right. it's the Cubs and I'm, they're going to spend a ton of money. I'm on board with what the Cubs do. Right. Like, the Cubs did it. They, they, like, they said, three we're done and we're going to rebuild. Row. They traded away all their good right. players. They rebuilt. They won a World Series, and now they're sort of doing it again. Prime. Like, yes, I'm fine with that because that is a, hey, this team is not good enough to win it now. We're going to blow it up and try to be really right. good in three we'll spend to money. five years. Right. But like the Mariners, what they're doing, it's like, what is your goal? And their goal is not to win games. Their goal is to simply make money because the owners, a lot of these owners realize they're going to make money regardless of how successful sure. their team TV is. TV and everything. Yeah, absolutely. It, do- it doesn't matter if they win 70 games sure. or 90 games. They're going to be profitable. So their objective is, okay, well, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on players. So, Royals? Right. So give me give me the guys that, because right. in the way Major League Baseball's, you know, contracts are structured for players is you have all these arbitrations. Guys are arbitration eligible, and it takes like seven years for guys to hit free agency. So as lo- if you have a guy that's still arbitration eligible for like three or four years, that's three or four years where you're not paying that guy very much money. You, he, he doesn't have any chance to hit the open market and have teams bid against him. You're just paying him a, a fairly low salary, and that becomes the goal of teams, to get players that are still in that uh, window of their contract where they don't have to pay him very much, and ultimately they can keep costs down. So yeah, And he, I think there's a lot more teams like the Mariners than other than the other right, way. I mean, right. you look at some of these teams at the bottom, whether it's the Marlins, the Royals, you just don't know who's real. The Cubs, like I said, I'm on with the Cubs because I know the Cubs have spent money, and they will spend money because right. they have money. But a lot of these other, like, that Pirates team, the Dodgers have swept. <laughs> I mean, how bad is that team? And yeah. the, you can't tell me they're rebuilding. Right. And, they're like, the Cubs and the Astros are the two recent teams that have torn That's everything fine, though. They'll, down they'll spend money. And then went after right. it. And, like, the, the last five years, the Astros have had, like, And it worked for the Astros. Yeah. And it worked for the Cubs before. Yeah. And, like, it's hard to do. It's absolutely yes. hard to, to build a team absolutely. from, you know, a bunch of picks or whatever to win the World Series. But those are two teams that did it. Like... The Orioles are kind of trying to do it now, but they're not any good. And the, the Orioles are going to finish last in the AL East for like, the boy, they're 35 year. out. Yeah. Like My it's, goodness. it's awful. So it's just a, so in baseball, I hate the general idea of a salary floor, but I but, think there could be some good coming from it. And again, it's not because of the Cubs. It's not because of teams that tank. I'm fine with that. It's more about the teams that are sort of in the middle. And don't really go for it or don't really blow well, it up. They're just sort of existing and making money. There'll be a lot of owners who say, okay, that's fine, but I don't want one cent over $100 million. Where's my numbers guy? Because we're going to get right at 100 and I don't care how many players we have that we're stopping right there. Because as a fan, right, obviously you want – the ideal scenario is your team is spending money. They're just – we're, we're right. going for it all the time. Like the Dodgers are the ideal team to cheer for. They just go for it all the time. They're always going for it, right? And like the Yankees do it. The Astros right. have been doing it recently. Like right. there's a lot of teams that do that. That's the ideal. To me, the second best scenario is, the Cubs did. is you blow it up right. and you say, all right, we're, we've got a plan. Here's our, we're going to try to be good in five years. Yeah. The issue is there's what? 10, 12 teams in baseball who don't do either yeah. of those things. And if you're Astros fans and Cubs fans, I mean, the Astros are really good now, but if you're their fans and they've already proven they can do it, then I'm fine with it. Right. Absolutely. But if and, I'm a Cubs fan, I'm like, I'll yeah. wait four more years. If you may, if you can win another world series. And like, and again, it's hard to do. It's not going to make a lot of right decisions. Right. And, but then at least you can look back and say, okay, you were trying, right. but we're going to criticize you because you traded away the wrong player. You made right. the wrong free. You made signing. a mistake. Yeah. Sure. Like, but at least it's a, Hey, you made a mistake trying to right. win the world series. Not, eh, well, 
we traded away our best reliever because he was not a free being agent, the pirates. And we got a different reliever because yeah. we can pay him $100,000 for the next five years instead. It's like, okay, great. The Mariners are going to finish seven games out of a playoff spot. That's a The Padres place. have changed over the years, uh, despite my disdain for the Padres. But do you remember, you remember the fire sale? That was not to rebuild and get good. But of late, they did go through their minor league system, and they've become very good. Yes. I mean, they've done it. They're going for it. I mean, they're in a slump right now, but I thought at the deadline and beforehand, they tried to get Scherzer. Like, they're trying to win. Yes. Because you have someone like Tatis, you have to try to win. Yes, and they have failed miserably. But they tried. They might miss the playoffs. But, yes, they spent a lot of money to try to be good, and they're like, are they a 12 out, 11 out? They're 12 out, and the (laughs) more important for them is the Reds are two and a half back. That's right. And the wild card. That's, like, the most important one. Coming up next... Darren Millard joins the show. Where the hell's Darren Millard? We had an easier time talking to him when he was in Tokyo than we do now that he's back in Vegas. I have no idea. He might think because the uh, season's over and he's back and there's no hockey right now, even though I can't believe he he doesn't want to come on and talk about how the uh, one guy the Golden Knights got in the flurry trade is now no longer with the team. (laughs) I'd actually buy him lunch if he knew the guy's name. Which, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's 50-50 if he even knows who this person is. I'm just, I'm stunned that it was easier to talk to this guy in Tokyo. This might be him. Jared's got well, the phone. Jared's got the phone. Someone's calling. It's probably a sharp. Probably a sharp. Yeah, well, talk to the sharp instead yeah. of Darren. At least the sharps pick up the phone. Is this him? Do we have Darren Millard? Yeah, sorry, I'm in uh, Manitoba, and uh, and I forgot I was, I'm, I'm on holidays. And I, I thought, geez, surely they won't call today. Yeah. And and they we, called today. We tagged you on Twitter. Yeah, get it together. Well, I, I, I'm on holidays. Uh, I'm not on come Twitter. on, you. Uh, I'm buying. Yeah. You, I'm buying you lunch. Yeah. I'm buying you lunch. If you can name the guy that they just waved as a flirt trade, but you also have to spell the last name. There's no um, chance. I can't do it. Do you even know his name? I can't. Uh, I can't oh, do it. it's beautiful. <laughs> we were laughing because the people on Twitter. After they waved this guy, who they were never taking in the first place, I think McCrimmon said right away, "We traded for this guy; he's never coming." Uh, yesterday, so they officially waved him, and like ninety percent of the fans, we told you you got nothing for Mark Andre. How could you trade the Vesner winner and then wave the guy immediately? You, they did get some. That's what people don't oh, understand. Don't you say it. Don't you say it, Darren? Oh, uh, what do you what do you think they got? Cap space. Cap space. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, you know what they got? They got Alec Martinez. That they're, 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 that's what they got. That's a that's that, a better way to phrase it. Yeah. So that that that's a way. When Kelly said that uh, that the player, uh, the unnamed player, uh, <laughs> would be staying in Chicago with the Wolves, uh, I, I was like, okay, there's one less thing I have to put in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and and with that spelling, that takes oh. up some serious storage. Oh, that guy's getting a hat trick, or I'm not writing about him on deadline. I think I'm remembering that uh, guy's name. You know, you, I think you're being very gracious if, because I'm not. Hat tricks are too common. Uh, I'm going five goal. <laughs> All right, Darren. Uh, what are you doing in Manitoba? Are you just like sitting by a lake? Because I'm under the impression every single Canadian just sits by a lake when they go on a vacation. You know what's really weird is I'm staring out at Oak Lake uh, right now uh, as I uh, get ready to uh, to go and uh, spend a, a day with my my buddies that I grew up. But I, I hadn't seen my dad in three years, so I oh, spent a couple of days with him Good. and my twin brother and I. Uh, you have a twin. There's brother? another one. I do. 
Yet we celebrated our birthdays together for the first time in probably 30 years. Wow. So that was kind of cool. So that's, uh, it's been a very eventful week. And now today I'm going to uh, uh, hang out with, uh, with some buddies and, and play a little golf. What's Hold the on. weather like? Well, if it's golf weather, you're fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's a little overcast and, and whatever, but it's, it's less about golf because we're old and we're terrible. What does your twin do? Uh, he's in the uh, Canadian military. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah, he's the responsible one, and uh, yeah, so he, uh, he's the one your parents are proud of. Yes. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and 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 they'll say, and he defends nation, and my other son talks. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's not the drummer in Dave Gosher's band Double Minor. Did oh, you see good. that? Did you see that, no, baby? I, I, my wife went to the show last night. Oh. oh. Nice. What, what, yeah. Okay, first off, nobody in this studio was aware that Dave Gosher was in a band. <laughs> or could sing. Yes, or could sing. Were you well, aware I think of it's that? A, I know that he plays the guitar, and I know he likes to sing. He's a music freak. Like, you throw out any song, he'll be able to say what year it was recorded and what the album was. It's freaky. And, and, I, and I'm not even joking about this. Uh, you go... I don't know, Steve Perry, whatever. And he'll be able to go, album and year it was released. And uh, so he's, he's writing music. He plays a little guitar a little bit. Loves to, uh, loves to sing. So, yeah, this, uh, the, the band, though, is a new thing. Mike Mangello uh, is also part of it. And my wife, uh, the report from my wife was, I think they actually think that they're good. Uh, they're, they're rock stars. No, no, they're a good band. They're a good band, but she thinks that they, they might be angling for maybe an opening uh, act somewhere. You literally said he can name any like band from and name the album, and then you went Steve Perry, not Journey. Yeah. You went Steve Perry. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to think of something obscure. I think I did okay. Because normally people go journey. How much? Right? Did, how much did your wife have to pay to go see Dave Gosher's band? I want to say twenty five bucks. Oh. I'm not sure. He but should it was, get uh, her was on the list. Venue? She wasn't was on the a, list. Um, well, she was. It was. She was on a list to pay. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right, uh, Mark. It was at Mark Chinook's uh, venue, which is fantastic. It's amazing, and uh, yeah, I heard it was a, a, a really good show. Some good BGK representation in the crowd, and and um, it was a it was it was a fun night. Lawless was there. I think he drove the bike over. Isn't he a bike uh, guy now? I, I heard Lawless well, left right in the middle of, of Gosher's uh, solo. Really? Uh, he had one solo song, <laughs> and 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 I'm, and that's again is is uh, straight from uh, the source of uh, one of the sources in the crowd was Dave did a, a solo song, and Lala said, I got to get up early. I'm gone. Uh, which Golden Knight do you think would be the best lead singer if they were in a band? Ooh, that's a very good question. I am, hmm, let me go with, uh, oh, Marcia So. I think that'd be awesome. Just because, of his, just because of his energy or because he can actually sing? Energy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Jonathan Marshall is like you give him like the the triangle because he doesn't have any musical talent, but he's just you want him running around on stage while the other players yeah. are actually performing. Yeah, a little little uh, ACDC. Just ah! yeah. I mean, William Carlson definitely has like bassist guitar hair. 
Yes. The hair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I feel like um, like Riley would just be Riley's more of a George Strait performance, where you, you, you great great performance, but there's not much of a stage <laughs> presence. Uh, but but an amazing performance. Uh, yeah, funny we just went all with that line, that yeah. one line. I did, they're meant to be together. Ma- yeah. Marsha's so singing yeah. in French. In French. No, no, no one understanding <laughs> what the hell he's saying. Like, what, what like crossover. Saying? Like, yes, I don't understand crossover. the English. I don't understand the French. It's, uh, it's, but it's a great performance. It's outstanding. I love that. I, like, nobody would understand what I was singing. You guys have heard me sing. Well, we have? We oh, have. the National Anthem. Oh, National that's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. If you were in a band, though, what 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 uh, what would you play? Uh, I would play the guitar. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. say does that oh. star-spangled banner See? yet wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave? I'm honest when I say that gets better every time. <laughs> I could open for Double Minor. You could open for Double, double Minor. I think Gary Lawless would leave before Double Minor yeah. took the stage if that was the case. <laughs> yeah. I, I love your wife's comments. They think they're pretty good. <laughs> they think they're pretty good. <laughs> All right, Darren, get out of here. Enjoy your vacation. Enjoy yourself. Wait, but, but just so we can do this on the air now, should we plan to call you next week, or are you going to still yeah. be on vacation? No, I will be back. Okay. I took. I took. Uh, I, I, funny, I was more reliable in Tokyo than I was here. Yeah. Uh, the uh, and good to talk to you. Ed. I missed yeah, you I missed you. Listen, if you're and I'm not saying go out of your way, but if for some reason you're buying a soda or something in a store, and you see those really cool white hats that see we are Winnipeg. Yeah. I need one of those because the last time I won it, uh, wore it was the VGK's first year just to piss off VGK fans when they were playing Winnipeg. So I'd yeah. love to wear one again just to make them mad because my goal in life, obviously, is to make VGK fans mad at any point. You are such – like, Tyler, I don't know whether you're coming around to Tyler, but you guys are a good <laughs> pair in that regard. Uh, I right. understand why there's good chemistry between you two. Get the hat, Darren. Enjoy yourself. Okay. See you, boys. Take care of yourself, bud. He has a twin? Yes. Well, two of them run around. <laughs> one defends the country, one speaks. <laughs> All right. We need a new sharp. The Giants did not win yesterday. They did not help out Riley. So 702-364-1100 is the phone number. Your chance to make a pick from any games going on today. You go on a streak. We've got some jerseys for you to win if you get enough right. Mystery jerseys will let you know what they are if you actually get, you know, four or five in a row right. We'll start thinking about letting you know what the mystery jerseys are. But we got a couple of mystery football jerseys. We got a good hat as well. You could win one of those things. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. 702-364-1100 if you want to be our sharp. It's time to find the sharp. Brought to you by PropSwap, where smart sports bettors buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com today and find the very best odds. The Giants did not win last night, so Riley never even got a streak started. So we have a new sharp. It is Tom. So, Tom, we've got some mystery jerseys you could win. We've got a hat you could win, but you're going to have to get nine days in a row right. This would be number one. Which game would you like to pick? Well, I am totally unprepared for this, and I don't know if being prepared would make any difference. But um, 
<laughs> what? I'm gonna go with uh, I gotta go with the Dodgers over the Mets. Okay, because I know they're playing tonight, and I'm a Dodger fan. Okay, we got you. If the Dodgers win, we'll be calling you again tomorrow at this time for your second uh, pick. If they lose, yeah, we're not talking to you tomorrow. So good luck, Tom. <laughs> All right, thanks. Tommy, the you, kiss of, they, they haven't even named a starter, Tommy. Kiss of death. Another bullpen game. You, regardless of whether they, if they pick the Dodgers, you're devastated. If they pick against the Dodgers, you're devastated. devastated. Another bullpen game, Tom. Sixth in the week. It's the I don't even know if the though. bullpen's like, if there's anyone left. Maybe Jansen starts tonight. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Would that be hilarious? Hey, he's a free agent after this year. Well, sayonara. Trinan's the closer next year. No, the Dodgers are going to re-sign him, right? Oh, God. You want to see a devastation day. That happens. It's like, Tyler, I'm off the show today. <laughs> they resign that guy? He's been good. Just resign Corey Seager. We'll move on. No, you got Trey Turner. You're not bringing back Corey That's, Seager. Well, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Trey why, Turner's arbitration eligible. Why would you bring back Corey Seager? It's a good point. Yeah, it's Trey, it's Turner. a good point. It's Trey Turner's spot now. That's a good point. Uh, Corey Seager's really good, but you're going to have to pay him a lot of money. Yeah. He's, Probably going to get the most money of any of the shortstops. I was thinking Turner's arbitration eligible. You stay with him. Yeah, Seager's going to get paid a bunch because he will get a four, he'll get a huge amount. Yeah, because it's him, and then Correa's probably the second best free agent shortstop of the yes. class. Uh, and that's yeah. I mean, Seager's going to get paid a lot. Blowing it up next year, Tyler. I think isn't Chris Taylor a free agent? Too? Yes, those Kershaw. But they won't bring back Kershaw. They but. won't. I think he'll go to Texas. I think he'll finish it out. Oh, really? I think he'll finish he it out in his home state. He won't finish his career as a no. Dodger. He'd have to take a huge cut. I mean, he's had a lot of problems. Of, are, of, are the Rangers going to pay him? Not no. as much as not as much as he's been making. But that the whole narrative is he's going to finish out at in his home. Oh, I mean, the Rangers aren't going to be really trying to win next year either. No. They're still in. They're still sort of in the start of a of a potential rebuild. I mean, here. look, I'm just holding out for uh, hey Bauer. We're going to erase your salary now because you're out of your mind, <laughs> and we'll take that money and sign Scherzer. <laughs> Bauer, have you seen some of the stuff out of that uh, court case? He is pleading the fifth. Uh, Man. Doesn't want to answer any questions. No. Which there, was a, there was a story that ESPN had before the trial started where it was like Trevor Bauer's expected to plead the fifth. Right. And they, the, the guy, the legal expert they talked to was like, there's nothing particularly wrong with it, but if Trevor Bauer's goal was to basically say, hey, I'm innocent, right. then you would just answer every question and right. say whatever. But because he's pleading the fifth, this guy was thinking that they're assuming there's going to be some criminal charges down the line, and he doesn't want to say anything that would incriminate him to criminal charges that would be worse than just the restraining order do, they're talking about right now. Do they still do the dramatic L.A. law thing where they put the guy in the stand no matter what, and for 46 questions he says my attorney has... Do they still do that? I don't know. I, I, think I don't so. know. I'm from asking. what I from what I've read, yeah, he's going to be. He's on going the to be stand. on the stand, and every time he's to be on yeah. on advice of counsel, yeah. I invoke my Fifth Amendment rights. Yeah, it's just, it just depends on how. I always many, love that. It's like forty six yeah. questions. Like I would keep him up there with like hundred yeah. questions. Like only if I had three, I'm it's, like I'm just gonna ask yeah. this guy like hundred questions. I think it. I think it's probably just gonna come down to how many questions does the woman's attorney want to ask? Want to ask him because he their their attorney told the judge he's gonna he's gonna plead he's the gonna fifth. plead the fifth. He'll answer his name and he'll answer his occupation. Yeah. Everything else, he's just going to plead the fifth. So, mm. I yeah, call him. If you read standing. rumors out of the Dodger clubhouse, he better change that occupation. Yeah. If he's not pitching for them ever again. Yeah, they don't think so. <laughs> no. They don't want him back. <laughs> they don't want that guy back. Um, all right. I do want to get – I do have an uh, important question from you, but i got to set it up first with a soccer story. Harry Kane, not very pleased with Tottenham. So, Harry Kane 
Tottenham's best player. They've never won anything since he's been there, despite him being really good. He wants to leave Tottenham. Manchester City has reportedly offered $125 million to Tottenham to buy him. But Tottenham is refusing to sell Harry Kane to Manchester City. Now, Harry Kane has accused Tottenham of like breaking promises that like they uh, we don't know exactly what, but somehow he thought that they agreed. Yeah, we will. We will sell you. Right. We will let you leave and go to another team. He's saying that they promised that somehow. And now they are not doing that. Harry Kane's not expected to travel with the team. They've got a game in Portugal this week. He's not expected to travel with them to that game. So who has been treated worse by their organization? Harry Kane, Aaron Rodgers, Marc-Andre Fleury, or the Lions long snapper who got cut on his birthday? It's a a toss-up between Harry Kane and the Lions long snapper. (laughs) There's... I'll say Harry Kane only because the guy got 17 years in the league. I mean, <laughs> who gets that? We were saying yesterday, not even kickers last long. Other than Brady, no one lasts that long. So I'm going to say Harry Kane because, sorry, Aaron Rodgers back, and I, I I don't know if it's completely on the other side. And Mark andre Fleury, that's what happens in pro sports. You get traded. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm going to say Harry Kane. I'm, if the long snapper had been eight years in and you doing his birthday, it's like, no. 17 years in, you've had a good run, my friend. Long career for a long yes. snapper. Who do you think? I think it's Harry Kane. If he if he's if this is accurate that he was somehow promised Lied to. that yeah, we right. will we will move on, we will let you go to a right. different team, and now they're saying no to a hundred again, it's not like Man City's offering. His transfer fee is 120 million? That's what Man City's offered for him, uh, reportedly, <laughs> and Tottenham is saying no, we don't want to sell him. Because I mean he's their best player. There's a reason they'd say no, but yes, if they if they in any in any way promised, yes, we will, you know, let you move on. Right, let's And you go. now they're saying no to $125 million. Then it's him. Right, because that's a reasonable amount yeah. of money. It's, again, if Man said he was offering like $35 million, you'd be like, Right, you're not no. doing that. But $125 million, yeah, you got a broken promise.